Welcome to Hitched on the Astral, the place where dating and astrology meet. I'm Lucy Porter, and astrology is my love language. I'm here to help you ramp up your love life through translating the secrets buried in your birth chart. Season 2 of Hitched on the Astral, the hotline. This season, I'll be speaking to 10 callers over 10 weeks and exploring the 10 main astrological planets to see how they affect your love, sex, and dating life. Whether my callers are single or in a relationship, they all share one thing in common they have an itch which they want scratching, and they believe that their birth chart can help them unlock the relational secrets that they are so craving. And this is where I come in handy, as their astrological agony aunt, their sexual fairy godmother, whatever. Now I always say no birth time, no booty, because babe, trust me when I say, you've got to know your own birth chart inside out first before you start spying on your crushes. Truly, it starts with you. And just like that, I think my phone is ringing. Hello. Hi. Who is this? Hi, this is Kasima. Hello, my darling. How can I help you today? Well, I... I am looking for some advice on my love life. I'm a Gemini. Okay. Well, you've come to the right place, my darling. So let me just, you are born on the 16th of June, 1991. Is that correct? Yes. And at 9.45 PM. Yes. Evening baby. Evening baby. So a little bit more introspective, generally at evening children, a little bit wiser, a little bit more (laughs) introspective. (laughs) That doesn't seem too far-fetched. <laughs> no, it sounds like you. Well, my goodness. So you are a Gemini sun, and your sun is sitting right next to your Mercury, which is also in Gemini. Mm. So you have what we call a mercurial chart. So your chart is, is ruled by the planet of Mercury. And we notice that when someone has a birth chart, which is very mercurial, they tend to have a fast-paced mind and be super intelligent and intellectual and chatty. And that actually the doorway to their rich inner sensual world, like the way to turn them on and get them excited is through like a brain orgasm, is through humor, (laughs) is through intelligence, is through interesting perceptions about the way that the world is. Does that connect with you? Oh, 100%. (laughs) The way to my heart is through my brain. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, you're like lecture jokes, like yum. (laughs) I'm such a nerd. (laughs) Now, it's interesting with this chart. Are you single at the moment? I am. Mm. And let me ask you, what do you feel like has been your, in just a few words, your previous relationships? What have they been like? and, And what is it that you are seeking now that you didn't get before? They've been very calm and, and loving and loyal and routine and very serious. Uh, not always, well, never the right fit, 
And I'm really looking for the right fit with someone who has all those traits, but who also has lightness and playfulness and fun and the the, the fire, the passion. Mm, Yum. (laughs) Yes, please. I could feel that. (laughs) I just had a brain gasm. I'm joking. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, this is such a fundamental part of your birth chart that I can see, I mean, I will say that Cosima, I'm looking at her chart. She has her ascendant in Capricorn and she has quite a lot of planets in Capricorn. So there can be a tendency when somebody has like a strong Capricorn face that they show the world, that they can attract partners that are, yeah, loving, loyal, dedicated, but maybe a little bit dry sometimes or um, very consistent, very in their structure. Um, Fantastic if you want to do a traditional life and, you know, invest and get Bitcoin together and get a dog. <laughs> but if you're looking for that juice and that sparkle, which so often comes from being, you know, very Gemini, that sense of play can get a little bit lost. So it really feels like that's an enormous point of priority for you that perhaps rather being a little bit more unconventional is looking for partners who make you laugh rather than ones that are your traditional type, like reliable or intelligent? What if you just dated someone who you heard who just made you laugh, like laugh your ass off? Have you ever done this before? Never. No. <laughs> Never? Never. Have your partners made you laugh in the past? Yes. Uh, my partners have all made me laugh in the past because I mean, that's so important. Mm. But um it's always just been very heavily serious with bouts of laughter. My friendships tend to bring me the most laughter. Oh, very so good. I probably compensated. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because I get the sense from you that you've chosen partners that were a little bit more mature, maybe mm-hmm. a, bit, a bit older. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. When actually all of the Geminis that I know have no qualms about dating partners that are much younger. You know, I have a very good friend. I won't say her name, but (laughs) she's actually older than you. And she's dated 21-year-olds. I mean, because they're um, they're full of life and they're fun and they're playful and they don't really give a fuck. (laughs) And I can really see you with this chart dating someone younger. I mean, I'm open to that. They definitely would be able to match my uh, my sex drive, that's for sure. <laughs> Which the older men have a little harder time doing. Right. I mean, you're a Gemini. This is an important thing for you, sexuality and, and fun. Definitely energetic sex and mental yeah. stimulation. <laughs> Let me ask you, and maybe this is a little bit off topic, but if you're ever using dating apps, what age limit do you put on it? Oh my, (laughs) definitely not younger. I put my age as the cutoff and then, so I'm 30. So I put 30 until the age of about 40. Kasima, I would like you, I'm actually going to give you a hitched on the astral homework. (laughs) I would like you, if you want to keep using apps, I think that being a Gemini, I'm not completely against you using them. I would explore your window or even dating in real life. I would like you to go down to 25. Okay. 
to, I th- can, to 35. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I actually need to reinstall the apps. I, I had a, a moment of fuck all this. Excuse my French. <laughs> so I will, I will do that. That'll be my homework. Totally. You know, I'm normally very strict that when people are looking for some kind of relationship, actually when people are looking for more serious relationships, I tell them to delete the apps and just put themselves out in the world. But I think that for you, because I'm giving you a like six month homework of, of play and of fun, that there's a lot of that on the apps. There's a lot of younger guys who are looking to explore and enjoy and yeah. I think this could be a really healing, playful experiment for you, um, as long as you maybe put a, a cap on it. What do you think? I think that sounds fun. I think I think I'm up for that challenge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, my darling, something else I'll point out about your chart. Now we've got your homework. Is you have this sort of stellium. You have a lot of energy in your seventh house. And I'm sure this is something that you're curious about. You actually have five planets in your seventh house. Yeah. And for all the listeners who are knowledgeable, the seventh house obviously is the house of long-term relationship and marriage. So if you've got planets there, I imagine that you're going to be very relationshipy. Um, if it's empty, doesn't mean that you won't ever have one, of course, but it just means that there's a lot of um, experiences to have in relationships. So how, how is this for you having just so much energy in essentially in, in monogamy, in, in one-to-one relationships? It's worked for me. Um, it's actually how I've always been in the way I thought about relationships, but I must admit, recently I started thinking a little out of the box of, of uh, what a relationship means for each person. Um, I don't know if it would be something that would suit me, but I know I need someone who's open to exploring. Fuck yeah. Because <laughs> um, as you were saying, it, it's... The, the whole like, well, what I was saying about the whole seriousness, need to inject it with some like playfulness. And maybe that also means thinking outside of that monogamous box, which is literally how I've been thinking for years. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. I think that relationships, well, they can be whatever you want them to be, really. But your birth chart can show you a lot about what it is that you need to evolve past in order to really be in your power. And I think that with this sort of strong Capricorn, Leo, Cancer energy that you have dominating the center of your chart, it's important for you that you're mindful of being in relationships where the roles are too fixed and where there is not enough permission to be flexible about who you want to bring and who you want to be that day. Um, And that's your Gemini. This is why I think younger guys might be quite insightful for you um, because that rigidity keeps you in a very old loop I think yeah that that sounds very very that resonates that really resonates Um, Mm. and it's definitely something I'm very open to exploring with younger guys 
I feel like I want to make you hang up right now, <laughs> put on your glad rags and get, <laughs> and get out there. I think not, let's not waste another second. No, I agree. That's a fantastic plan. I'm going to go and spruce myself up a bit and then just go. Just go. Right. Go. Off you pop. <laughs> I cannot wait to hear how you get on. Thank you so much, Lucy. So much love, Angel. Thank you. Bye. Bye. What a great call with Cosima. Mercury is a really interesting planet to understand, right? It makes me reflect upon it because Mercury is your mind, your inner chatter, your TED talker, texting language, how you speak, humor, intellect, education, expression. It's how you post on Facebook. It's your Twitter personality. It's the book that you've got in you. It's what activates and excites your mind, gets your clocks turning, your Netflix choice. It's the flavor of your expression. And knowing your Mercury placement, it's so vitally important in love, sex and relationships because it's quite literally how you speak. Have you ever sat across the table from someone on a first date and just not got on? Well, that's uncompatible Mercury signs. You can use your Mercury placement to utilize your unique way of seeing and talking about the world. It can help you find people who are on your wavelength and avoid people who aren't. Some examples would be, right, let's say your Mercury was in Capricorn. Your mantra would be, I see the world is here for me to create structure. Or Gemini would be, I see the world is a place for me to make connection. Or Leo would be, I see the world is my stage to create. So you can explore how your Mercury placement needs to find a voice in this world and bring that into your love, sex and dating relationships. Because when you know the flavor of your own unique expression, it's a lot easier for you to find partners who are compatible with you. What a busy day at my love desk. Thank you so much for listening, my darlings. And remember, no birth time, no booty. See ya.